0: Welcome to Rhyme City. A celebration of the harmony between humans and Pokemon. Tim, your dad was a legend in this precinct. If you were anything like your dad... I'm not. I remember you wanted to be a Pokemon trainer when you were young. Yeah, that didn't really work out. Someone there? Whoever you are, I know how to use this. Ah, geez. Here we go. I know. You can't understand me. But put down the stapler or I will electrocute you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Luck Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. Could you just understand me? Oh God, Today we are discussing Pokemon's so Detective <laughs> Pikachu, directed by Rob Letterman. In a world Pika, Pika, Pika. where people Pika, collect Pika. Pokemon to do battle, me, a boy comes know, across say. an intelligent talking Pikachu who like seeks Pokemon. to be a, detective. What about a detective. Ryan Reynolds stars as Detective Pikachu. Justice Smith. Plays our main character. Tim Goodman. Catherine Newton. Plays Lucy Stevens. She's kind of a detective-ish side character. Um, Bill Nye. Plays Howard Clifford. And Ken Watanabe. Plays Lieutenant Hyde Yoshida. So, um... Let me just go back real quick on my personal um, history with the uh, with the Pokemon um, saga. I think it was back in, I don't know, mid-90s when the Pokemon uh, genre really thrived. I think it was mid-90s, maybe. I don't exactly have the date in my head or uh, in front of me. Um, however growing up I was very aware of the different um, uh, anime styles specifically ones that geared toward Pokemon and I think something about Pokemon really uh, captured my eye captured my attention as uh, a youngster probably from a business standpoint it's uh it's an it's an amazing business model if you think about it because they have so many different types of you know, uh, pocket monsters, which is what Pokemon stands for, pocket monsters, uh, different Pokemon that you can, um, quote unquote, collect, or, you know, train or, you know, battle. Looking back on it, you know, maybe it looks a little bit, uh, you know, funky, or a little wonky having these animals battle under these, uh, quote unquote, trainers, and it doesn't age quite as well when it comes to the core values of what it, you know, what is it. Um, and if you really dissect the layers of the Pokemon world, you start to say, like, wait a second, are there other animals in, you know, the Pokemon world? Are there, you know, what do they, what do human, what do they eat? Um, do you, are Pokemon edible? You know, there's real um, implications that you start to, you know, wonder as uh, an adult when looking back at the Pokemon um, saga. So I would say... Um, I was uh, moderately interested in the Detective Pikachu story because I grew up specifically playing the games. Um, I, kn- I didn't play the Pokemon card games, although I have a binder uh, uh, that had hundreds of them, hundreds of thousands of cards of you know, Pokemon. I don't ever recall playing the game. I was more of a Yu-Gi-Oh kind of guy if we want to really get down to the nitty gritty. But um Overall, I uh, mostly collected the cards, and I played the video games um, on Game Boy, which was, I think, it was uh, Pokemon Red, Blue, and then um, Detective Pikachu was evidently a game, but I don't remember that being the the name of the uh, of the game I played. Let me see if that's actually what I was playing. Um, because I thought the video game I remember playing on Game Boy was Detective um, Detective Pikachu. I thought the one I was playing was um, uh, Pokemon Yellow or something like that. But I could be completely wrong. Let me see if I can find the game and what it was available on. Um, let me see. Video game. Sorry, it's a little bit more difficult to do this with this iPad, doing all this crazy stand-up shit. Um, so, yeah, Detective Pikachu was um an actual game, and I don't think that was the actual game I was playing. So, I think the one I was playing was the uh, yellow. Yeah, and I, I, I'm not too aware of this uh Detective Pikachu game, so I might have to do a little bit of... Um, research on that. I might add some more information um, regarding all of that in the show notes. Um, Maybe just, you know, comparisons about the uh, movie and the video game, because I'm not really going to discuss it too much, because I'm not too familiar with it. Not qualified to talk about it, as some people are. Um, Okay, well, I actually did find it. Detective Pikachu was released in uh, February 3rd, 2016. Um, Looks like a 3ds nintendo 3ds so yeah uh, I, I guess this was um an actual game this is way past the time i was playing all the game boy games that i was f- familiar with so um let me hop back to the imd pa- imdb page of the movie so yes um and if you hear a, a a doorbell rings it's my macbook it's supposed to be coming this morning so i'm gonna have to drop everything to go sign for that so um that's where i'm gonna run to if you hear that um let's discuss um so yeah i i adore the games i put hundreds of hours into the you know pokemon uh red blue um i guess it was green if i remember correctly i can't remember i'm um I sorta of got into the second generation um, of the uh, Pokemon. Um, I think that this movie really bases the majority of their Pokemon on the first gens and so that the adults taking most of these children that are going um, will recognize the majority of these uh, Pokemon if you're familiar with the world. If you're not familiar with the world. This is going to be like a sort of a fish out of water, but they kind of they kind of do put you in a place where you sort of need to know the the Pokemon language, or you need to know vaguely what the world is made up of before you go in. I don't think this is exactly the easiest, uh, most accessible, even though it, it explains what the the world is in terms of you know Pokemon human relations, um, but it doesn't. Ex- It doesn't explain the different Pokemon because there's just not enough time for that. So that's where you as a viewer could get lost if you were um, coming in with fresh eyes. But, assumingly, the majority of you know what Pokemon are. You know what Detective Pikachu is. You know it's a video game. just came out. Um, So, you want to know if it's good. You want to know if it's... uh, as good as the anime uh, movies that I believe came out in the early 2000s, maybe earlier than that. I don't remember exactly. Don't have that in front of me. Um, but I, as a child, I recall those movies working a lot better and more uh, more na- narratively satisfying um, than, some, than I think Detective Pikachu was, honestly. Um, so if you want to stop right there, you need to go see the, the older, um, uh, major Pokemon movies, you know, I think it's Pokemon like 2000 or something like that. I can't remember. I just remember the animes felt they they, they fell in another realm than they do in comparison to this movie. I would say this movie feels, um, formulaic in a way. And when I was watching it, it started to feel that this was a formulaic movie that just had pokemon lore dropped into it here you know sprinkled into the movie in the narrative uh, structure of it and honestly i don't think it hit the mark but it's not a terrible movie so it's somewhere in between there uh that i would just I would say that this movie did not work 100% for me. Rob Letterman is the director. He is the director known from uh, Monsters vs. Aliens 2009, Shark Tale 04, Um, Gulliver's Travels with Jack Black was uh, 2010, Goosebumps 2015. Um, He's just not exactly my type of director that I would have rather had uh, tackle this uh, property. I'm not saying I don't like his work. I'm not too familiar with uh, Gulliver's Travels nor Monsters vs. Aliens. But Shark Tale was very much a children's film. And it was kind of riding the tails off of uh, Finding Nemo, if I remember correctly. So uh, I just think that this director would have been more suited for well, if they're looking for an audience that is more geared toward a younger audience, if you're looking for probably 10 under, 12 under, I think this will probably work a lot better than people that, you know, uh, you know, preteens or, you know, well, I guess 12 is preteen, but um, teenagers and stuff like that. I don't think this is going to be nearly as accessible as that. Um, the fact that they have Ryan Reynolds as um, Detective Pikachu, most people are going to kind of associate him with the the fast-talking Deadpool and, you know, that type of, um, lore, but, um, he doesn't have the rated R material that Deadpool uses. Now, you don't always have to be rated R to be funny, but then again, you don't always have to be cracking jokes, and something about this Ryan Reynolds, uh, voicing Detective Pikachu, did not work for me um the majority of the time i just heard ryan reynolds um talking i i just wish they would have modulated his voice just even just a little bit so that i didn't hear deadpool every time he was talking i feel like they're just like oh he people love deadpool let's put him in that people love deadpool because ryan reynolds is deadpool and there's a whole like double entendre about that the real life actor is you know, the, there's so much more backing the fact that Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool than Ryan Reynolds is Pikachu. It 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 felt like they tried to use all of the lore from the Deadpool universe and say, "Oh, he's a fast talking this guy and the other. He can be a fast talking this that and the other," in the Pikachu movie. And it's like, ah, it doesn't work for me. I don't. I want to talk to somebody that has. Um, watched this uh, movie and was like, oh, shit, this is, you know, this is my movie, because I haven't listened to a review yet that has said, you know, this is, this is the bee's knees. Now, I will say the world building and uh, the lighting in it, the lighting cinematography really worked for me. I just got this kind of neo-noir kind of, uh, I think what I heard was a, shot in like London or something like that or somewhere in Europe and they kind of made it look like Tokyo and uh I I agree I I I do like the um the look and the style of it and the world building of it I just think the narrative structure of it is where it really fell apart Ryan Reynolds as Detective Pikachu doesn't really um connect for me um Justice Smith He's a great actor, but I thought he was a little bit too toned down for this. Uh, I th- I really liked him in Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, because he you know he he em- emotes for one thing, but uh, I felt like he was just kind of a sad sack the entire time we were watching this. I was like, mm, this guy's not really pulling it for me, and I don't know if it was the direction he was told or what, because he was you know. Um, I don't want to talk to talk about sp- plot too much yet, but um, there's uh, there's plot machinations that make uh are supposed to make him uh, uh you know, sort of quote unquote depressed individual, um, and uh, I would say that there's never a time where he like gets out of that um, out of that uh shell, so that he doesn't. He doesn't emote in the ways I would have directed him, but that's just me personally. I know he's a great actor. I think he just they they kind of whiffed on that. And because I didn't buy Ryan Reynolds and because I didn't buy Justice Smith, their connection together really never worked for me. I'm uh, I'm sorry if there's someone out there that's like, oh my gosh, you're killing me right now because I love this movie, but um, that something about it just didn't connect for me, and I wanted to love this movie, and I wanted to like this movie on all levels, um, but it really feels like a movie, movie that was made in early 2000s, um, it uses old plot formulas, old plot machinations, um, it's, uh, I, I'm gonna talk about movies it reminds me of, and uh, plot spoilers here in a little bit, um, so I gave this I believe I gave this a 6 out of 10 on IMDb. The writers on here are Dan Hernandez. He's on uh the t- he's a writer on The Tick and One Day at a Time that was on Netflix, I believe. Benji Schmeink did the screenplay. He's also working on The Tick and One Day at a Time. Um Rob Letterman, I already told you about him. Um, he, screenplay by him. Uh, Derek Connolly, another screenplay by him. He was the uh, writer on oh, he's a co-writer on the Rise of Skywalker, Jurassic World Three, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, Kong Skull Island, Monster Trucks. This guy's got a crazy uh. Derek Connolly. This guy must know somebody because he's he went straight up from. Lego, uh, uh, sorry, he went from straight up Safety Not Guaranteed to Jurassic World to Lego Jurassic World video game, I believe. Monster Trucks 2016, uh, Kong Skull Island screenplay, and then he goes up to Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom screenplay, Detective Pikachu screenplay, then Star Wars Rise of Skywalker co-writer, he got co-writing on that, and then Jurassic World 3, Jesus, this guy is making bank, I, I'm, I'm very curious about this guy, like, he goes from straight up bullshit to, um, Skywalker, I guess Skywalker is the one that I'm, that really stands out there, it's like, this guy's gonna be on the Skywalker saga, um, I don't know who this guy is, and he's gotta know somebody, um, Frequently works with director Colin Trevero. Oh, that's probably how he knows him. Um, yeah, I think that <laughs> that's how he's getting on all these. Um, and Colin Trevorrow's uh, kind of uh, buddy-buddy with uh, Spielberg, from what I heard. Um, that's kind of interesting. Uh, story by Nicole Perlman. Nicole Perlman is a writer known on uh, Captain Marvel and uh, The Slows, Rising a Ruckus, and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. She was on, uh, she's been on some stuff. So um, we had some interesting people behind the scenes writing on this uh, screenplay. Um, I would say that it says it's an hour and forty four minutes, and I almost guarantee I don't remember it being an hour and forty four minutes. I think I was out of there an hour and a half. I don't know why it says that. Um, let's see anything else. Catherine Newton. That was, that was the other um, actress that I wanted to t- talk about. She was Abigail. Is she Abigail and in... okay. So um, she. Catherine Newton is the love interest in Detective Pikachu, and she is, oh, she's in Big Little Lies. She is also in, uh, Ben is Back, Blockers, I don't remember her in Blockers, I like that movie, um, Halt and Catch Fire, Three Billboards, Lady Bird, Mono, Martial Arts Kid, a, a ton of stuff, she's been in a ton of stuff, um, and you know Ken Watson on Let them fight. Um, I wish he would have got to say that, but I think that's, uh, coined for, uh, what's it called? Mortal. Mortal Kombat. So, um, I'll say that the, uh, marketing probably let a little bit too much out. Um, I'd probably go in cold if you could, but that's only if you're interested. But other than that, let's, uh, discuss the plot. Sorry, it's, uh... Kind of been a long one. I'm, you know, take, I'm taking my time on this. We're we're doing a live stream. Um, if you want to join the live stream sometime, uh, check us out on Twitch slash the Lucky Dog Pod. Um, I'll leave the link in uh, the description below, or above, whether wherever the hell the um the notes are for this. So um. I'm going to get into the plot of Detective Pikachu. If you want to go in cold and uh, pause it, come back, you know what to do. Um, let's do it. Uh, and we'll, we'll have a spoiler section um, coming up in a little bit, and I'll let you know about that. So for the plot of Detective Pikachu, um, Justice Smith has to go to Rhyme City. Um, let me uh, give a quick, give a more in-depth synopsis. The story begins when Ace Detective Harry Goodman goes mysteriously missing, prompting his 21-year-old son, Tim, to find out what happened. Aiding an investigation is Harry's former Pokemon partner, Detective Pikachu, a hilariously wise-cracking, adorable super sleuth who is a puzzlement even to himself. Finding that they are uniquely equipped to communicate with one another, Tim and Pikachu join forces on a thrilling adventure to unravel the tangled mystery. Chasing clues together through the neon-lit streets of Rhyme City, a sprawling modern metropolis where humans and Pokemon live side-by-side in a hyper-realistic live-action world. They encounter a diverse cast of Pokemon characters and, undercover, and uncover a shocking plot that could destroy this peaceful coexistence and threaten the whole Pokemon universe. So that was a mega one. I'll just tell you that right now. You basically got uh, the mega sum of the plot. I will say that um, this movie, like, like I said earlier, it it feels much more like a, a movie with different formulas thrown together with, um, uh, what's it called? Um, I'll just say it right now. It feels like Zootopia meets iRobot for kids, <laughs> and um, it's this strange combination of this both. If you've seen those movies, it's this kind of uh, one of them's sci-fi and one of them's uh, I guess uh, animation and family adventure or whatever the hell. It's uh, it, it's these both of them require the character to kind of, uh, learn about these new worlds, and iRobot, you're learning about integrate, integrating, um, integrating, um, intermingling AI with humans, this is more or less Pokemon intermingling with humans, and it's showing Rime City, the main city that you're in, um, that Tim Smith, uh, goes to, um, search the mystery, and, um, he, um, Tim Smith goes to the city, and it's kind of this fish out of water story, you know, Tim Smith, you know, uh, sorry, I'm saying Tim Smith, I think I'm, it's, uh, Tim Goodman, it's just a Smith, and, and the, 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 uh, the, <laughs> the, uh, the character's name is Tim Goodman, Tim Goodman is this fish out of water story, kind of followed with Pikachu, um, through the city of Rhyme City, which is, uh, populated by Pokemon and, uh, and trainer and and people alike, there's no battling in Rhyme City, yet there are Pokemon outside of, um, Rhyme City that are hunted and, I guess, trained. Um, so, the way that this movie is kind of going through, it's going through this, uh, "Quote unquote murder mystery," um, of just uh, of Tim's uh, Tim Goodman trying to find his uh father and what happened to uh, what happened to his father, so that puts him immediately in this sad sack state, and so I'm like, right off the bat, I'm like, okay, so he's gonna have to get out of this funk, and Pikachu's gonna be the guy to do it, and so they have the way that Pikachu is kind of introduced into the movie, it's. It's um, it's not for at least twenty minutes in the movie probably, and so there there's a good little bit that we don't have his partner. There's not really a murder, the murder mystery is starting to be set up, um, and since I assume you've seen the trailer by now, um, or have seen the marketing for it, I would say that you need to uh. It's it's sort of spoilery. I kind of would say. Oh, I, I'm gonna push that back. I'm gonna push it back to the spoiler section. I, don't, don't worry about it. Um, I won't say it yet. I'll give you clear, decisive time when we're gonna do spoilers. But overall, the uh the connection between um Tim Goodman and Detective Pikachu did not did not really um coexist in my opinion. I felt like that the world building and the atmosphere was some of the strongest things about the movie some of the Pokemon did not look finished and some of them looked overly finished I it, it was a wide, arra- wide array of uh, ranges of different animation styles that just looked um, sometimes great and sometimes not it, 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 that's as simple as that I thought Pikachu always looks great and you always look you know soft and cuddly and everything like that but um, I will say that um, there were a handful of Pokemon that I was not familiar with and um, but they're not a big deal, I'd say. And uh, there were um, Pokemon that were repeated very often. I felt like there were some Pokemon I just kept on seeing. I was like, "How many of these are you gonna see?" And not like in bulk, but in like different situations. And um, so um, let me see if I can get anything else before we can hop into spoilers. Um, I like the music. Um, in this, I don't know who did the music, but I. I could feel the uh, the synthiness in it, and I wish it was just a tad bit stronger. If I was doing it, it was uh, Henry Jackson is uh, the composer. He's also known for the being the he's the composer on uh, Kingsman: Secret Service, X Men: First Class, G.I. G I Joe: Retaliation, Jack Reacher: Never Go Back, and uh, The Man in the High. Oh, oh, he's a oh, there's a performer,s um, yeah. So he's he's got a. Uh, Pretty good range of stuff going on. Nothing that has not. Nothing that has really. I guess compared to this one, I think. I think this is one of those more memorable ones. Um, memorable tracks. Uh, let's see. Tim Goodman and Lucy Stevens. There. I. I don't know what they told. I don't know what they told Tim Goodman. Or sorry. I don't know what they told Justice Smith about this. But when there's this. If you're going to do uh, a love connection, then do the love connection. It felt like they half-assed it so bad. I didn't know what the hell they were thinking. Uh, Catherine Newton's basically throwing herself at him the entire movie. Um, and and I <laughs> I guess I'm not going to spoil too much. But uh, the, uh, I never felt like there was a strong connection between them. Uh, I really think that there was a major script problem. And I it, it might have been because there's too many cooks in the kitchen. Um, some, some people would say that Pikachu was just kept saying, you know, non sequiturs in these uh, different lines. They would, he would say, you know, like uh, uh, there, there was a couple jokes in there that would, you know, crack me up, but they would also they, they didn't seem like. Why does Pikachu have this personality? Like, there's so much about Pikachu that we don't get to find out from uh, a narrative standpoint. So, um, let's see. I do want to hop into spoilers. Let's just do spoilers right now. I think it's just too crazy not to. Um, We're talking about spoilers for Pikachu right now. So, um, yeah. Mewtwo is the is one of the villains, well, sort of the villain. Oh, well, not really. He's. He, we find out Mewtwo, I don't remember this back in the day, but apparently Mewtwo was like a, a, a fossil fused with human DNA or something like that from Mew, and so it created Mewtwo. And so at the beginning of this movie, we see Mewtwo is breaking out of prison or breaking out of the facility he's in and trying to, um, what looks like he's trying to to kill, um, Tim Goodman's, uh, father, um, Harry Goodman, I believe is what they say his name was, and so, um, basically, we find out that Mewtwo was trying to actually save, um, he was trying to save Harry Goodman and not kill Harry Goodman, and by doing that, he... Um, by doing that, he infused Ryan Reynolds as Harry Goodman, Tim Goodman's father, into Pikachu, which causes Ryan Reynolds' voice to come out as Detective Pikachu, and they have amnesia as well, so you gotta add that to the factor, um, why didn't... Tim Goodman. Why didn't his son recognize his father's voice coming out of that Pikachu? Um, That's probably the biggest problem. I will say the reveal of having Ryan Reynolds at the end of this movie was. uh, It was nice. It was nice. But it doesn't make any sense. In the scheme of things. I feel like this entire movie just was. It jumped the ship. It jumped the shark. It jumped the Charizard. It. It. It seriously did things that I never thought they, uh, they would have done. Um, having like Ryan Reynolds as detective Pikachu didn't make any sense until I guess you go to the very, you know, the final act of the movie, which is going to hinge on, I don't know, everyone. Like it's going to, people are going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah as a Pokemon fan, I would say as a Pokemon fan, let's say one to 10, I would probably say I'm like a six or a seven just because I'm very aware of the lore, but I don't really follow it that much. So let's say I'm right around there. Um, I don't ever remember that being able to happen, um, being transferred into the body of a Pokemon, which just sounded so bizarre. And the way it's executed is with this gas that, um, bill nye as howard clifford uh yeah, produces and it, it, it it's extremely obvious it's like i wonder who the bad guy is it's it's of course the uh the english guy in the movie um it's like it's damn uh, 007 or whatever but um i was just like what the hell is going on with this uh it really felt like they had just created the movie and implanted all of the uh all of the. Uh... Sorry about that. We got cut off on the Twitch live stream. But uh, what were we talking about? I think the the juices or the R juice or whatever the hell on po- Detective Pokemon that uh, Detective Pikachu that uh, they were cooking up in the lab that made everybody uh, transform. I did not like the um, the spraying of the juice into uh, uh, or the purple haze of whatever the R juice uh, on Tim Goodman that made him all, um, crazy, um, it, it was kind of clunkily done, in my opinion, but I was like, okay, so that's how he's gonna start talking to a Pikachu, um, but I guess the, I don't know if, I guess that is the stuff that makes him able to talk to the Pikachu, to, to uh, Detective Pikachu, but, um, Sorry, I, I'm trying to remember all the stuff that I, had, I, I was uh, talking about. We we had probably five minutes left on the podcast that we got cut off on. But um, anyways, overall, I thought this movie was relatively co- uh, uh, telegraphed and uh, kind of you know kind of predictable. It's definitely for a younger audience. It's a 6 out of 10 for me. Hour and 30 minutes at most. I don't know why it says hour 44. There's no way it's an hour and 44. Um what the hell? I don't know what the hell that is, but um, so yeah, that that's basically the podcast. Uh, check us out on full SoundCloud. The full library is on SoundCloud. Um, you can uh, interact with us live on Twitch.tv/slash uh, The Lucky Dog Pod. Uh, check out the show notes for all of the the links and show notes below. Um, corrections or anything else, you know I fucked up during this, and <laughs> I'm going to have to correct myself. I'm going to be like, oh, I meant to say this, that, and the other, um, so I'll correct myself down below. Um, I appreciate you listening to the Lucked Out podcast. This uh, podcast is not possible without you. Um, uh, your ratings, your subscriptions, your your uh, all of the aboves. Um, I did want to give a quick shout out to a couple of uh, places that popped up on the map that uh have been enjoying the Lucky Dog podcast. Um, Danville, United States. Um, Romulus, I believe, uh, Michigan. Mexico City, Mexico. Indonesia is coming up on the map, I see you. Jakarta, in, Indonesia. Um, Gastonia, United States. Kiev, the Ukraine. San Jose, United States, I see y'all. Um, San Francisco, yep, yep, don't don't think I don't see you. Winter Park, United States. And uh, Spruce Grove, Canada, I see y'all too. Um, we're even getting some people in... Um, what is that? The is that the Russian Federation? Oh, we got Russia coming in too. We got we got people listening worldwide. This is a community and that's why I've created this podcast, because we are all relatively interested in the same, um, you know, entertainment and media. I think it's crazy, you know, despite um, you know, all the things where we go through, all the, you know, trials, tribulations, all our differences. But we can all agree that I think the Luggy Dog Podcast is a... Uh, Somewhat of a, an it is an inclusive and unifying group that is open for everyone, and I I would uh, hope that you are inviting all your friends to listen all of the all the time, join us on all the live streams and um, everything else. So I appreciate all your support. If you want to check out uh, anything else, we have a full library and on SoundCloud. Like I said, please donate uh, to the Lucky Dog Podcast. It's uh, the link is below in the PayPal. Uh, description and uh yeah i appreciate it. i can do this without you and um only i hope to get only get better for the listener thank you for listening and we got to gotta catch them all i guess right yeah bye we know. take it easy pipe yes okay i can shoving pushing my problem is that i push people away and then hate them for leaving he's saying you can shove it what i can shove it okay that's it no we're switching roles i'm bad cop you're good cop no no no, 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 no. we're not cops. In my head, I saw that differently.